regret you couldn't kidnap me or those 16 <laughs> electoral votes. <laughs> yes. Look at those buffs. Ugh, made me laugh. Shout out when Big Gretch. Because obviously, like, the Trump couldn't kidnap her. When you go to share it, click click share. The, is this, this? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, just so you know, this is probably not true. Share anyway. <laughs> I thought that was funny. I hadn't seen uh, that on anything. Shouts out, Big Gret. This episode is dedicated to a Big Gretch. A.K.A. Gretchen Whitmer. <laughs> and don't forget to do the reviews and the follows and look Instagram us up on Instagram, Twitter, and review us wherever you listen to us. It all helps out. And stay spooky. Welcome to another mini-sode. This is episode 8 of Lovecraft Country. Ooh. This was a good turning point for us because we were very, uh, not so thrilled with the last episode. Finally, there's more monsters. Hooray! It's been a while. <laughs> so the episode did start off a little confusing because there was a huge crowd and you're like, huh? We thought we were watching the wrong episode. Did we miss a big thing? It turns out that it is a funeral for a young boy that had been killed, named Emmett. Very sad. All the main characters are there crying, and, well, there's there was actually, like, hundreds of people there. Mm-hmm. It shows Dee crying. She's actually, like, one of the bigger characters in this episode, and Hippolyta is missing. You don't, I don't think it actually says how long it's been since... Right, it's just episode. that Tick is back at yeah. this point, but yeah, no idea. Diana, who they refer to as D, runs off from the funeral, and she is cornered by the police. Yeah, she's pretty much in the middle of like a breakdown, and they uh, push her up against the wall in this alleyway, and they show her that comic book that was suspiciously left at the crime scene where Hippolyta was. And then it gets a little weirder, because then they're like, what do you know about magic? Mm-hmm. And she's just like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I love her line was very sweet there, and sad. She said, "Do you mean like in fantasy books?" Yeah, I should have just let her go. And then they, the cop, it's one of the cops from the lodge, one of the lodges, and he starts in like citing an incantation, and these bugs start coming out of nowhere, and she starts gagging, and then he licks his hand and wipes it on her he forehead. He spits in his hand. He spits in his hand. Sorry, it's it's actually super gross. It's worse. And it, his spit like. Yeah, the show Thickens. is all about disgusting spit, huh? <laughs> but yeah, they also draw these runes in chalk next to her, and then they just kind of leave. And as she's walking away, this poster's eyes follow her. Yeah, it's just like, spookies going on. Just like, what the fuck? How was this show? This show always finds a way to one-up itself. <laughs> My next note, is that Gia? She's here. Because <laughs> they're all trying to find D and... Letty goes back to her house on the north side, and Gia's just chilling. I just loved that the, the hint that Tick knew that she was there was the shoes outside the door, too. But Tick's not there quite yet. He actually goes to a mausoleum in... No, I have no idea. It's just some random cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was casting a spell. <laughs> Oh, 
<laughs> came from deep within. <laughs> you needed Tums. Oh, I took a Tums. <laughs> this is post Tums. Oh if you're not pre Tums, you're post Tums. <laughs> if you're not pre, you're post. <laughs> Tick isn't there yet. He is actually meeting with Christina in a mausoleum in a undisclosed cemetery. And Tick wants to cast a spell. Let's laugh. the deal they make. It's really weird too because she says that he summoned her, and she says this again later. And you literally said she has a phone. (laughs) (laughs) Called her. I don't think that that's what's happening. They know where they where she lives. I guess, but she used the word summon. Like what? Do they have like? Like a small horn that they blow into. I don't know. I mean, I guess. Or do they have just like a little, like a little waiter bell, little tiny little jingly? That'd be funny. Do they just like throw a coin into the ether and then she just appears for the change? For the change, okay. Anyways, so uh, Tick offers her the key from the orrery in exchange for um, her explaining how to cast a spell. And she draws this like weird little like rune protection spell thing and tells him he needs three things to cast a spell. Tick also asks about the autumnal equinox, and that is apparently when she will gain immortality. <laughs> she changes back as they fuck. We'll get there. Don't read ahead. <laughs> the way you wrote it. <laughs> Because I was like, holy, I, they I literally wrote, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, that was unsettling. All right. What's next? Take better notes like me, and you can have these goofs and gaffs all to yourself. You're a goof and a gaff. Thank you. Diana's freaking out. She gets back to her house and uh, kind of runs into the bathroom, and Montrose is looking for her there. And it's in this in her bathroom that she's looking at a copy of Uncle Tom's Cabin, and and that song starts playing too. Yeah, and then the one of the little girl's faces like becomes horrific, and it just falls off the shelf like out of nowhere, and she gets really freaked out and she climbs out the window. Ruby, instead of going to look for D- Diana, Ruby kind of goes off and does her own thing here. And she goes to William slash Christina's mansion. And this scene is super weird. It's unsettling. Um, yeah. It starts off with, so Christina's William. And he like, he gives her a bath. Mm-hmm. And he, a sexy bath. Because he strips her. And she's like crying and stuff from the funeral. And then they start making out, obviously. But then it gets even It gets, like, three steps weirder because, well, it gets so many steps weirder. Mm -hmm. It starts off with her drinking a potion, and you're like, oh, I wonder what she's going to do. But no, they just fuck. Yeah, and her is a white, that white woman that she keeps uh, turning into. And holy shit, she's going to need another bath. Because... (laughs) That is what you said when it was happening. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) really funny cuz she <laughs> starts to your reaction <laughs> she's going to need another bath cuz she starts to turn back so the skin starts to rip and she explodes into her normal self and it's she's just covered in blood and guts like mid fucking no it's like the finale yeah thank god william didn't change back into christina 
I kind of thought that's what was going to happen. Because her dick would fall off. Think, think about, about it. it. Think about it. That's what would happen. It's gotta happen. Ugh. At some point, she's standing there as William. Her dick's gotta fall off. But if it was like in the middle of them fucking, would it like fall off inside oh, of her? I'm yeah. horrified. Oh yeah, it would. Oh, never do that again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. No more about this scene. Now Tick shows up at the mansion and he sees Letty and... Gia sitting at the table, and you know they've been talking for a long time. Yeah, and I'm definitely curious what the whole conversation was, but the only part we see is Gia explaining that she is a succubus. She's the nine-tailed fox thing. And Letty is super pissed. Which, I mean, yeah. she Of course she'd be pissed, but like... She's... Seems a little weird. She's like blowing this way out of proportion because this is like way before she even really knew tick she knew tick but she wasn't like close but there's that line where gia says like tick is like you killed a hundred men and she said what's the difference like to tick so i wonder if that was partly what uh letty was reacting to was like gia explaining what he did (laughs) how they met how he murdered those women you know what i mean that's totally different in war though like but yeah but like if you found that out about your significant other that'd be very hard to hear and upsetting well yeah but also if you were in the army and someone came over an ex of yours or whatever and told me that you killed a bunch of people i would be fucking upset (laughs) yeah but also it's like he probably doesn't want to talk about it sure but still but, I don't know. And it's also like the demon thing. It's just like she's because she is mad about that too. She's like, "Why didn't you tell me?" And it's like, who's gonna believe that? Yes. That she grew tails out of every nostril she's got. Mm-hmm. I guess like Letty would think at that point after everything they'd seen. They're screaming at each other. They're pushing each other. They're shouting. Letty tells him to get out, but he doesn't. Tick actually says he wants to cast a protective spell. And obviously this is a big deal. Like, they, they've never cast a spell. They've never done magic. The last time they see, they've they seen huge magic be cast, a whole building of people died. Right. <laughs> so she's free. They're, you know, he's, like, kind of in shock almost, and she's freaking out about this. Just the idea of using magic is huge. Yeah, in this episode, Ruby and uh, Christina's relationship... They don't, obviously, they're not, like, it's not flushed out or really, but, like, they have this conversation about the boy who's killed Mm -hmm. Emmett. Because Ruby's, you know, breaking down and crying about it. It's just still, like, what are they to each other, you know? And it's, like, yeah, it's the first time that you see them really talk as themselves and, like, acknowledge that, yes, they are sleeping together. Like, you know what I mean? That yeah. they are having this relationship, but in different bodies. Like, yeah, because Ruby's... It's really weird. Yeah, Ruby says she drank that potion because she's so disgusted with white people that as a black woman, she couldn't sleep with a white man. Mm-hmm. But Christina's like, no, you're full of shit. You just wanted y- to do what you wanted you to wanted do. You wanted to do what you wanted to do, so you did it. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. I'd like to see more of that. 
after D like escapes out the bathroom window, she ends up going to the train station and don't really know where she's going, maybe to like find Hippolyta or something. But um you see these two creepy little girls come up from like a stairwell and no one else can see them but her and they're like dancing towards her. Dancing slash twitching. Twitching and they're super they're, flexible. Yeah, they're really creepy. And their, like, eyes are, like, yellow, and their nails can extend, and they're kind of bloodied. Yeah. They're definitely not human. Right. And they're made up to look like the girl from the cover of Uncle Tom's Cabin. Mm-hmm. It is very unsettling. Yeah, they're Especially really creepy. Especially any time it's, like, an It Follows thing where it, no, the other people can't see it, that's always the scariest shit. Yeah. It's always... The fact that nobody believes you, that's the scariest thing. Like, you have to do this thing alone. Mm-hmm. Diana on the run is trying to find Atticus and goes to Letty's house. And you see, like, the perfect representation of the Nightmare on Elm Street girls mm-hmm. doing the jump rope. Jump rope? What's it called when three people are doing it? It's a hopscotch. Is it just jump rope still? I feel like it has a name. Oh, my God. What's, What's it called? Double Dutch. Holy yeah, double Dutch. shit. How did you find it? I literally Googled three person jump rope. It's double oh. Dutch. How do we not remember what that was called? Anyways, mm-hmm. the three little girls doing double Dutch. I'm in, they're, uh, they're not singing the Freddy Krueger song, but they are singing something creepy. Yeah. Dee shows up at Letty's house and tries to get her attention and realizes that Letty also cannot see the Uncle Tom's cabin girls and she finds um woody the car oh its name was woody i was trying to remember the whole episode i even tried to like i was like i just wrote car multiple times Mm -hmm. and the whole time i was like what what is the name it's because it's got wood paneling Mm -hmm. and obviously she sees the car and knows that they've been lying to her because her mom can't be they kept telling her her mom was on a trip her mom can't be on a trip if she doesn't have her own car Mm -hmm. what she's not gonna walk montrose and tick kind of have a moment where they're sitting on a curb and you can tell they've been struggling to talk about their family and stuff and um, it's obviously hard for both of them but montrose kind of leads into it with a story of what happened to his priest when he was a kid at their church and the priest had slept with a man and the police showed up and threw him into an insane asylum where they gave him like a lobotomy or something. They don't say specifically cut out half his brain and basically killed him. Yeah. But he's basically just trying to say like what it was like for gay men. Tick kind of wants to know like, was he just lying the whole time? Like, was he just faking it? But he says he really did love his mom because he, they had, they didn't have like a full understanding of each other, but they both wanted a family. And Montrose talks about how they didn't have like a loving physical relationship, but they both loved each other and the family in some weird kind of half marriage lie 
Atticus talks about how he also went through the portal where Hippolyta was, and he shows him the Lovecraft country book and says that it was written by his son and that he knows that Letty is pregnant. Oh, yeah, I was so happy that uh, it wasn't, like, the book of this show by the same author. It's just a, it has the same title, but it's a completely different book, mm-hmm. which is good. I'm happy they didn't they didn't do that. Uh, and he also says, so, like, he didn't go wherever Hippolyta went. That She went someplace completely different. And Tick says he, like, he basically went into the portal... Somebody gave him a book and then pushed him back out. Right. He's like someone with like a hood. Yeah. A hooded figure. I can't remember exactly mm-hmm. what he said. But then that, as soon as he said that, I was like, shit, now I have like at least 10 more questions. Yeah. <laughs> and like, is that person going to come back? Who was it? Mm-hmm. But thank God they didn't do a whole episode about oh, it. Oh, thank God they didn't do it. If the next episode, what if the next episode is that? I'm so ready to quit still. No. This episode is so good though. You just notice in the next part how how big that church was mm-hmm. place was huge and also how many candles were lit and they were alone yeah very weird that scene is very weird where letty is just praying in the church praying for herself praying for atticus and their unborn son but yeah that scene is weird and then she's praying and then you see christina like sneak in sneak in literally she was summoned without... again she was summoned <laughs> somehow <laughs> Apparently, you just have to light 1,000 candles, and Mm -hmm. then she'll show up. And then Letty has her own trade for Christina, and she wants to trade the um, negatives of the pages in exchange for a protection spell for Tick. And she says no, but she'll put a protection spell on Letty. Which, at first, Letty's like, hell no. And then uh, Christina's like, Okay, bye. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> See ya. And at the last second, she, uh, Letty, like, runs up to her and hands her the negatives. And, like, it's kind of cool how it shows up because it, like, bubbles her skin. Mm-hmm. But she calls it the Mark of Cain. It's like she was branded, kind Yeah, it's of. Ca- like she was branded. And I think it's the branding is where she got shot. I can't, can't confirm. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that's where oh, she got shot. Yeah, maybe. Oh, and at the same time, D is kind of following the cops. Man, you think they would notice a little girl on a bicycle? She's being sneaky. But also, they are shitty cops. Mm-hmm. Later on, Tick explains that he has read this book, because obviously, isn't that the first thing you would do? It's the first thing I would do right. if I'm handed a book by my future f- f- anybody, I guess. But, yeah, so he reads the book, and it, it's explained that... Christine, like, this book is, like, a little different. It's like the names are changed. Some, it's it's also, like, Diana was a boy named Horus, Horus the Egyptian god. And there's a couple other ones. I can't remember them all. But anyways, there's a, he's like, yeah, there's a lot of similarities. And Christina sacrifices Tick as, like, the key to her own invulnerability. Immortality, sorry. Which is in five days. Which is in five days on the autumnal equinox. Which also Montrose knows. These people are so smart. Mm -hmm. Everybody in the show, I'm like, my God. (laughs) I am stupid. And Montrose kind of has another redeeming moment here where 
they talk about how spells need intent, but also, like, it could just kill you if you right. mess it up. And Montrose says, well, I have, I have very strong intent because I want to save my son and my grandson, even mm-hmm. if it kills me. D shows up at the police station after, like, following the two assholes that spit on her (laughs) all day. And she, like, demands to know where her mom is, what they did to her. And they basically tell her that if she brings them the orrery, that they will take the spell off. And she, in a very badass moment, spits on him and says, fuck you, pig. (laughs) But this uh, sets off that, like, chain of events where they're now just going straight to Letty. Like, they're not being sneaky about it anymore. Yeah. They're going right to the house. And Dee also has a, like, she's kind of... Losing it, obviously. She's gone through a lot, especially for... Well, she's like 12 or 13. she's supposed to be 13. And she's kind of like sandwiched in between these two ghosts, whatever they are. Demons. Demons. And she just screams at one of them and rides her bike right at it. And uh, somehow manages to get away. Mm -hmm. But it was kind of badass. She screams and just says, fuck it. I mean, in the span of a small amount of time, she's lost her dad, her mom is missing, and her best friend was just murdered, so. After some blood sigils and runes, Tick and Montrose are ready to cast the spell. They kind of, like, go over it a bunch just to make sure that Montrose knows it. And then Atticus stands inside of this bigger symbol that's mm-hmm. written in his blood. It's his it's blood, his right? Blood. Yeah, it's his blood because he's like got his finger bandaged. Mm-hmm. And then Montrose reads the text in the language of Adam, and then it doesn't seem to do anything. Or does it? <gasps> but there's no like visual. Mm-hmm. It doesn't appear as though anything happened, and nobody died. We see Christina on like a dock, and she's with the two cops that are like the magic ones i don't know what we would call them (laughs) the ones from the lodge and uh yeah the pigs yeah we'll just call Um, them (laughs) i don't know what to call them pigs yeah she says something like you have your money don't you and they start beating the shit out of her and they're definitely um repeating what happened to the boy emmett emmett from the beginning and they put barbed wire around her neck and And throw her her in the lake and shoot her twice and then it I, don't, I think it's supposed to, like, just quickly be, like, a little while later, but it doesn't do, cut away from it. And she I think cu- it was instantaneous. Was it? Because it doesn't even cut. I think it's supposed to be, like, a little while because they're gone. But she just bursts out of the lake and the same sigil, the mm-hmm. Mark of Cain, is on her chest. She's totally fine. She's totally fine. I think in some sick way she was trying to see if she could feel anything about what happened, you know? Uh Uh-huh. Around the same time, Letty and Ruby are having a moment, and Ruby tells Letty, like, what she's been going through. She really just kind of lays it all out there out of nowhere. Like, I know everything that you guys are doing. I know magic. I'm living with Christina. Like, (laughs) Letty's just kind of like, you're doing What? (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like it's like yeah i've been drinking this potion that turns me into a white woman fucking just yeah. <laughs> kind of all out there now and Dee's having like her 
final stand with these ghosts. She's sick of them. She's got a metal pipe. Mm-hmm. And she's ready to smack them. Yeah, and she, like, rigs up where she's at, so there's only, like, one way in. Yeah. In the middle of Letty and Ruby's conversation, the cops show up. And when I say cops... All of them. I, all of the police. <laughs> yeah. There's, like, 50 of them. And they just, like, say some bullshit about having a warrant. And as soon as the two magic ones... Because they're, like, harboring, like, Islamic t- yeah. one, so terrorists. It's like, right. what? But as soon as the two magic ones try to cross the threshold, they can't because they still have that protection up from when they killed the goat on the front porch. And for a second, they're like, yeah. Uh, like, Letty's like, yeah, I'm badass. Like, I got this. And then they all open fire mm-hmm. on the house. Bullets everywhere. But there's this really cool part where Letty, like, bullets would have hit her because she's like, she's just, they're all laying on the floor because mm-hmm. the house is getting, like, turned to Swiss cheese. And she just gets up. She's like, fuck this. And uh, you see, like, the bullets that would hit her are now just, like, curving around yeah. her. And it's pretty cool. And it's also, like, slow-mo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Diana is just, well, in her head, smacking the shit out of these ghosts with a pipe over and over and over. And they just keep getting back up. And then Montrose comes down to save her. And he doesn't see anything. He just sees her screaming and smacking nothing. Yeah, and so I think he thinks that she's just freaking out. So he holds her, like grabs her and like restrains her to stop her from hurting herself. And then her skin is just getting like ripped open. Yeah, and I think her like veins are darkening and it's sad. Yeah. Well, the house is getting shot up. Um, Tick is trying to get to go see Letty and he's in the middle of the street and he sees what's happening and they turn around and... Uh, tell him to put his hands up. And they just start shooting, because that's what the cops do best. And right as the bullet is about to hit him, the ground breaks open. Monster. And the monster with the many eyes comes back. It's a different one, though. It's a different one. Because he's got that tail, too. Yeah, but it's one of those creatures, and they just start tearing apart all the police, yeah. literally limb from limb. And impales some with his little, like, forked tail. Um, and basically, the spell worked. Yeah. And then at the very end, it runs up at Atticus and Letty, and Atticus just pats it on the head. Yeah, it just wanted to be pet. But yeah, it was such a good boy. It tore apart all those cops, and it's super gory. Mm -hmm. It's a great scene. Yeah. Need more monsters. Need more monsters. Started off so strong, and then there hasn't been any monsters. But now I'm super excited for the next episode, and I'm sure that thing is going to be in it, and I hope they name it. (laughs) But yeah, thanks for listening to this episode. We'll be doing episode 9 soon.